as we think about like the next generation of like how do we succeed there has to be a balance between uh, team members and uh, guests you cannot lose focus in my mind you cannot lose focus on either one of them i'm a big customer advocate fan so i always say customer first because if you don't have revenues if you don't have customers and none of the other stuff matters but you're right there is there is that balance where you have to because if the employees are not happy then yeah, you get a lot of customers, but you're going to lose them because the employees aren't treating them well. Today, we're going to talk about another great topic about digital transformation. So everyone's talking about digital transformation, especially after, obviously, the pandemic area. Everyone's moving more and more into digital. So the conversation today is, should the customer come first? or should the team member come first? Uh, again, today we're joined with, uh, by uh, Pankaj Patra. He's the current CIO of Brinker, managing about 1,600 locations. So he should have a really good perspective on this idea. And without further ado, uh, thank you for coming on again, Pankaj. And, yeah, thank uh, you for having me again. Let's, uh, let's drill into <coughs> that. So digital transformation, customer first, employee first, team members first. So let me start with this. Like, have you ever <coughs> ridden a bicycle with one tire? Uh, I do wheelies. <laughs> How long can you do it? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I was hoping you don't ask that, but. Right, like, but, but, but it's an interesting topic. Like when we think about digital transformation and we think about like, should guests come first or should team members? I think it's a balance, right? It's like basically two uh, wheels of a bicycle, right? Yeah, you can do a wheelie and probably survive for five minutes, right? Focusing sure. on one, but it's not for the long haul, right? Yeah. If I have to tell you like, hey, you have to, uh, compete in a uh, race and you say like, oh, I can do willy and go, it, you won't be able to, right? Sure. So the reason I bring that up is that <clears throat> when I look at digital transformation, I want to make sure that, okay, the guest, like I'm making it easy and convenient for the guests, but I would also make it easy and convenient for my team members because we, at Chili's and Magianos, we have close to 65,000, 70,000 team members who are our frontline ambassadors for our guests, sure. right? So um, when, they, when a guest comes into our restaurant, we have to make sure like these team members are also having a good experience, a smiling, uh, have a smile on their face to be able to take care of the guest. And if I'm not able to provide that convenience and make it easy to work in the restaurant, they are not going to work in the restaurant, sure. right? Like there are yeah. so many other things, options they have today. So I feel like it's, there is a balance. And again, like it may lean on one or the other depending on like your priorities a little bit. But like if you lose focus on one of them, like I can tell you, like you're going to struggle. Yeah. It's actually interesting because I've been, uh, I'm a big customer advocate fan. So I always say customer first because if you don't have revenues, if you don't have customers, then none of the other stuff matters. But you're right, there is, there is that balance where you have to, because if the employees are not happy, then yeah, you get a lot of customers, but you're going to lose them because the employees aren't treating them well. So Correct. the environment can, has to be stress-free. The technology has to work. It has to make the life of the server easier. Um, so yeah, I, I see that perspective as well. So, so how many times you, do you call a 1-800 number and then yell at, like, I want to talk to an agent, I want to talk to an agent. And if that agent, right, who is basically like, whether, whatever the problem you have, if that agent doesn't like her, like his or her job, yeah. right, doesn't care about you, right, 
has the least interest to be uh, in the job, then are you going to be happy? Oh, interesting. So now you're tilting. You're saying team member first because once they're really good and actually, you know, it brings me to Ritz Carlton. <laughs> so Simon Sinek had uh, one of his talks I was listening. He's like, hey, I went to uh, two hotels, same employee or went to a hotel, employee was working there. Ask him, how do you like your job? And he's like, oh, I love it here. And um, got to, into a conversation. He's like, oh, I work at this other hotel, but I hate it there. And he's like, same employee, two hotels, why? And he said, well, here the manager comes in and says, hey, how is everything going? They're genuinely interested. They're Correct. making the environment better. Correct. So I, even though you know, I'm maybe getting paid less, et cetera, here, but I enjoy this one because there's, I'm treated better. So. I guess there's a there's a different perspective on the back end, but it has to be like I guess that really balancing it is should be really difficult. And and again, I think absolutely there has to be a balance, right? Like you have to focus on uh, guest customer, you have to focus on team members, employees, right? You cannot you cannot lose focus on uh, either side. Sure. And think that hey, uh, you'll be successful. At least I I firmly believe that. Uh, it'll be really challenging to succeed uh, in this marketplace, no matter which industry you are in, yeah. uh, without focusing on both of them. But I think the way I look at it, right? So, so take the example of like we talk about uh, personalization, right? A lot in the digital space. How do I personalize the guest uh, experience, right? Uh, so the guest has provided you some information. You take that data. You basically try to. Uh, uh, give them an awesome experience, right? But when you take that example and then now you want to extend, like the guest is walking into the restaurant, the team member needs to know about it. Sure. Right? If the team member doesn't know about it, it breaks the experience for the guest. Now, I cannot have the team member go and like, hey, Hamad is walking into my restaurant, let me go find uh, this information from somewhere. You have, it has to be readily available. Sure. It has to be at their fingertips and they should know everything about the guest walking in. Sure. Right? So that's where like, hey, I have to provide a, a, a system, whatever you want to call it, I want to yeah. provide them a way to be able to know that. And that's the digital transformation I'm talking about from a team member perspective. How many, so if you think about like restaurant industry and the average age of uh, uh, the team members who are working, right? they are probably in that same millennial or Gen X um, uh, group, right? Yeah, late teenagers, right. Yeah, early They basically, 20s, like, yeah. everybody pulls up, like, their um, phone to do something. Sure. If I tell them that, hey, you have to go find a computer to be able to find your paycheck so that you can submit that for somewhere. Where they're like, experience. what the hell is yeah. this, right? So yeah. th those are the kind of things which you need to start thinking about, right? Like, so, so that's why I believe, like, as we think about like the next generation of like how do we succeed there has to be a balance between uh, team members and uh, guests you cannot lose focus in my mind you cannot lose focus on either one of them I agree that makes sense because you have to be able to uh, you have to create that great environment stress-free etc which actually now that you're saying that a couple of things came up one is we had a customer that their employees told them my internet at home, at home is faster than the internet here at the store and we're like a three million dollar restaurant. So how is it that we can't afford it but I can at home? Correct. So that forced the brand to literally just completely upgrade their connectivity circuit or you know like internet outages like it puts a ton of stress on the staff. Now it's like 
Like there's so many options that you could prevent that from happening. So I think it's these preventables that must be prevented. Correct. And, 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 and I think the idea again goes back is that um, if you think about like, hey, like how can I control the experience of a guest outside the restaurant and then when they come into the restaurant, um, it doesn't matter because my team members are going to take care of it and you don't provide that uh, ability to the team members. To do that, yeah. I can, I can tell you like nine out of 10 times you're going to fail. Yeah. Maybe there is an amazing team member somewhere who is probably like so good in his or her job that they will be able to take care of it, work through all the challenges. Sure. But that's not not like the general population, right? Like so, that's where you have to start thinking about like how do I start bringing both sides together? You gave the example of internet, right? Like so, if you think about like the circuit which is coming into the restaurant and the slowness of that, you if a, if you have a uh, system which runs on Wi-Fi and the team member is not able to operate that when a guest is uh, in front of them. Mm -hmm. Like how stressful is that? Yeah. Right? The guest is like, oh my God, these guys don't know sure. anything and or are not able to do their job. But it's not the team member's fault. Like it's the systems, it's the technology, it's the thing which we should enable to be able to not put our team members in that kind of situation. And once I'm able to do that, then you think about like, okay, if I'm able to do that, like now they have a smile on their face. If they have a smile on the face, like you would love to interact with them. Of course, right? yeah, they treat them like, better. Do you go to a restaurant where it's like the, the guys or the team member is so grumpy and you still have a good experience? Sure. Most of the time the answer would be no. Yes, again, once in a while, like depending on the situation, the answer may be yes, but most of the time the answer is going to be no. Of course. Yeah. So that's where it starts, like we're thinking about like how do we do some of these things. Yeah. And actually that that's and also at that in that situation you're directly impacting the paycheck of that employee because they're on tips. Correct. So now the customer is like, well these guys sure as heck don't know what they're doing and mm -hmm. they're blaming the server and now the server is gonna get a ten percent tip or no tip. Why? Because the Wi-Fi system failed at this store. So uh, that's a very good point because it's the obligation of the business to provide. I always say, uh, I learned this from somebody else that said, look, you have to give the right tools to your employees in order for them to do a job. If they have a screwdriver, you can't ask them to, you know, nail a nail. Or like, cut that's a tree. not going to work. What's or that? Cut a tree with a screwdriver. Yeah, exactly. Or, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's possible, like, yeah. But I, I, uh, I gave the example of like, hey, take a pair of scissors and try to cut a tree. Yeah, exactly. It's so, not yeah. meant for that. Yeah, it's right? not meant for that. Yeah. So, right tool. And I say to that tune, I say there's a professional for every profession. So you got to really like, you, you first you, it's, you have to embrace the technology. You can't just, you can't ignore it. Right. And this digital transformation at this stage is a freight train. If you try to stand in its way, it's going to run over you and yeah. you won't even feel it. And, and I think again, so we talked a lot about the in-restaurant uh, team member, but let's take the example of above restaurant, right? Like, so, so my team, right, which is supporting uh, 1,200 restaurants, uh, 1,300 restaurants on a daily basis. Um, so I have, I have a uh, service desk which basically like you can call in for like issues and all those things. If I don't provide that service desk with the right kind of systems uh, to be able to manage their job, then the the restaurant operator who is calling the service desk is not going to. Uh, be happy 
which means that if he is not happy and he is not able to do, the guest who is walking to the restaurant is not going to ha be happy. So there is a cascading effect of this, thing. right? Yeah. So so again, it goes back to like, if we if we think about like the team member side and we think about the guest side, uh, a lot of focus has been put on like digital transformation on the guest, and for the right reasons. Like sure. don't I'm, I'm well, not again, challenging yeah, that. the guest is. Guess is critical because it drives revenue. And oh, the absolutely. more money, I say if money can fix a problem, then you don't have a problem. But if you don't have money, then you have a serious problem. So right. but number one is fix the top line revenue. But if you pour fire and bring in a ton of customers, the guest is not happy, internet is down, the Wi-Fi device isn't working, the technology stack is not set right, it just, it crushes you. It, yeah. it further crushes you at twice the twice the pace. And, and I think about like, so there are, like if you think about it, right, like so you have the top of the funnel where you basically advertise to bring guests into your restaurants. They have an experience where like they are going to come back to your restaurant. Like with the approach which we just talked about, right, like if you want to just drive like one time visit, oh absolutely you can bring in, they'll yeah. come in, they'll spend something, but you're not going to get repeat yeah, visits repeat, because yeah. you basically missed uh, when they were there which you had a captive audience for 45 minutes to an hour, and you missed that boat, right? Yeah. Because you were not able to give your team the right tools to be able to continue that experience. Which actually goes back to the 70% of restaurant customers who only visit the restaurant one time. So maybe like all these are just adding up to that. So the guest is coming in, they're getting the first impression, and it's not very good, so they don't come back. And it's right. like, and then retention, as we know, retention is a major problem in the in the space. Not just customer retention, but employee retention. Oh yeah, absolutely. And those two actually now go hand in hand. So I think that's actually a very interesting topic of how do you balance the two? And once you figure out that happy medium, balanced medium between the two, then it, who's gonna compete with you? Uh, and, and I think it like it is doable, right? Like there are a lot of there are a lot of players who are doing it well. Uh, may not be as much in our industry, but like outside our industry. Yeah. But but also in our industry, like there are a lot of players who are doing it well, right? And and I think the ones who are going to succeed in the longer run would probably be the ones who probably focus on both of them. Uh, and again, it's doable, right? Like sure. it's. It, there is absolutely a way you can balance it out and still make a big dent in uh, whatever you want. Like whether you want to drive top line revenue, you want to uh, optimize your uh, <clears throat> uh, bottom line. You can you can think about all that. Like that's all possible. But I think the change, the mindset of like, hey, should I focus on guests or should I focus on uh, team members? I would say like that Both. mindset has to change. That hey. Yeah. I have to focus on both. Agreed, yeah. And then, then you balance it out, right? Sure, yeah. Um, so, I agree. I think uh, again, I, so even internally, what we're doing is American Express or Ritz Carlton model. Like I think they've they've crushed both sides because one thing that I learned, I was watching this thing about how Ritz Carlton treats obviously the customers, but then they treat their employees exactly the same way. So they call them gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, and, and da da da. So like literally they're treating the customer and the employees exactly the same. And I think that mindset goes a long way because it may, and most people aren't worried. Like if you say, hey, I'm sure a portion of people, interesting fact to go dig in more, that says, hey, I'll pay you more, work at a crappy cultured company, pay you less, work at an amazing company. 
and I personally actually have done this where I've gone way above and beyond and done things that I should not have done or was not part of my scope, but I did it because I wanted to be involved with that brand. You know, just right. because I wanted to do business with them and it was it was amazing experience to just kind of interact with their executives and everything. I, I did things that if you would just come up to me and say, hey, do this, be like, no way, why would I do that, right? So, so more money, crappy culture, reasonable less money, good culture. Like, so let's go back to our previous example which I said like, I look at that like you're saying that, hey, I can do a bully. It's a very short term thing, yep. right? You can probably figure it out like, hey, money is not the end of all, right? Like it's not going to keep you happy. Like this other culture where the culture is good and all those things. That's where like the game is actually played. That's the one where it's a long-term, sustainable, successful model. Model, yeah. Rather than like, hey, I'm going to do a free willy and like it seems really interesting. Pe few people click pictures and all those things, but it it's very short-lived. Yeah, it just won't last. Yeah, and then obviously retention is a huge problem in the restaurant space. And I think this will. Mm -hmm. uh, so we say, look, top-line revenue will fix the most important part for the employee because if you by you increasing your sales and revenue on a 15% tip rate, just do the math. Your employees will automatically get paid more without you paying them more. Right. But also to create the environment and put the culture on top of that, I think that makes a huge impact. And I th that, that will help you resolve that retention model. Because obviously retention is expensive. Getting new customers is really expensive. Getting new employees is even more expensive. And you have to train so, them. So there is a cost of like this basically higher, like yeah. higher and all those things. But I think you brought up a good point also is like, hey, um, this whole uh, idea of like, um, you're expecting your team members to be able to do upsell, uh, cross-sell, or you're, able to, you're expecting your team members to be able to refill the drinks, like small things, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but if I don't think about like, okay, how do I make it easy for them to be able to know when a table number 24 has like needs refill in the drink uh, or like, hey, um, table number 25 is towards the end of their experience. I need to go and ask for like <clears throat> if they want to have dessert or something before they leave. Like it's going to be really difficult for them to be able to manage that, right? So that's where like the, the we have to provide them systems to be able to do that. And if they're able to do that, the guest is going to have a experience where they are probably going to tip more, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, yeah. If they tip more, it goes to the team member, they make more money, like the guest is happy because they got an awesome experience, the team member is happy because they are making more money, they have the systems to be able to, so it's like, then you start talking about like a uh, like a unison where like everything's everybody is basically marching towards the same thing. Well said, like perfectly said because yeah, I agree and once you get once you get this whole ecosystem going then it just it, it just keeps going around in a circle and Correct. and I always tell like when I'm talking to restaurant owners I tell them I'm like a very up front, I'm like, look, your team member doesn't want to work two jobs. <laughs> They're not doing it because they love doing it. They're doing it because you're not providing them enough wages, resources to just have a decent living. So 
it's your obligation to increase your revenue because you're in a tip service, you're like tip industry, right? Correct. So the more you increase your revenues, now that employee's making more money, they don't have to work a second job. Now they're fully dedicated to you and they're making a, a, a career out of that. And then embrace the rest. Like some people, like teenagers come and go, just embrace that fact, don't fight it. Right? And the operators also win. Like if I, if I have a restaurant of my own, I would love to make more money. Sure. Uh, right? Yeah. Like I'm not <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't I? Like that's why I'm I'm keeping my doors open, right? Yeah. Uh, and if I make more money, like the team members are making more money. So so everybody this is a win-win-win kind of situation. Agreed, right? yeah. Uh, but again it goes back to the fundamental of that, like, hey, if you have to really create this win-win-win and a culture of like, hey, you care and all those things, you have to care about both, right? You have to care about your guests and you have to care about your team members. Yeah. You cannot like just care about one and neglect the other and hope the results are going to be there. So last topic on this. Um, LMS training. Uh, what do you think, what role does that play with the digital transformation and moving, shifting everything and being able to train? Because from my perspective, from outsider looking in, it's like you're hiring 50 people six months later, half of them are there 12 months later, all are gone. The first guy that trained the second guy that trained the third guy and it's like, what am I drinking again? <laughs> right. So and, what and do you think the role is there and how do you think that LMS course and, <sighs> and taking that idea on and what? What role is it going to play going forward? I think you have to, so LMS plays a, like a really important uh, piece in this whole thing. Uh, but again, I don't have a solve for this, but like I, I, I think how does LMS evolve to be able to uh, meet the changing needs of the team members, right? As you said, right, like if, like if I go ask you to take a course and you basically do it or a module and you do it, and then probably like five days after that, you're like, okay, what was step two? What was step three? So it's like the retention or uh, of that is really, um, um, I don't think it's there, right? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise you would have seen it. But having said that, like the whole idea of like, how do I train? How do I provide the resources to the team members so that they can be like, it's easily accessible uh, for them to know. Like if they are trying to find out like, okay, how do I do this step two? Like they don't have to go back to a manual. So that's where again, like technology can play a huge part through their digital transformation to be able to provide this information to the team members so that they can do their job. So LMS has a huge part to play. The way it is structured today, is that the right way or is it going to be something different? Is something which we should think about to be seen yeah okay very interesting topics uh, I think I've, I've kind of shifted a little bit so yes customer first but right very closely behind it employees next but uh, I mean obviously both have to be hand in hand but I think once you solve if, if anybody and it, again it's doable to your point but you increase revenue all the money problems go away now you got to focus on a culture figure out how to how to aspire to be in that Ritz-Carlton category and just treat employees and customers the same. Give them that culture, give them that experience that they, uh, they would enjoy coming to work and just not, not have to deal with all the stresses and everything. And I think as a restaurant owner, it's the obligation of the, of the business owner to remove all those barriers and give them the right tools to be successful at doing their job. And if they do that, then again, yeah, win, win, win. Customer wins, employees win, you as a restaurant owner win, and 
if everybody's making more money, no one should be complaining. So. Yeah, and I agree. And again, I uh, I would, I don't know if I would agree with you that guest first and. I would say like again they are both important yeah and both of them are we need to look at it like equally um, yeah again priorities like whether we have to do a guest capability first or a team member capability yeah. I'm not arguing that sure I think again it's like there are two critical cogs in the whole wheel to for the wheel to function properly sure. or like two uh, wheels of the bicycle for the bicycle to work properly. well I think if you look at that in, in actually a triangle Customers, employees, food. That's it. Right. So you just got to figure those three pieces out. And then once you get the three pieces figured out, then you're good to go. And a lot of restaurants are doing a hell of a job on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you it's know, doable. Some are, yeah. And that's where I said, like, it's absolutely doable. Right? It's absolutely doable. Right? There is no, like, it's not like, hey, we cannot focus on both and, like, hit both the balls out of the park. Right? Like, it's absolutely doable. It's just a mindset shift. And... I think that's where we have probably like sometimes we neglect one side uh, because of the other uh, and longer run in the long run you have to basically pay the price for that yeah, right that's where I like I'm a firm believer on that like I don't know like again I've seen that uh, through my experience um, and and I think once we are able to do both of them well I think it basically gives you a much higher probability of success than focusing yeah. on one. Well, it comes from a man who's managing 65 to 70,000. The 5,000 difference is like, it's like a size of a whole company or a whole restaurant operations. But uh, thanks for the insight. I'm sure that a lot of people will find this helpful, valuable. And it's a topic that I hadn't actually discussed because I'm always on the customer side, but opens my eyes to a new perspective. So I learned something new today too. So awesome. thanks for joining the Absolutely. podcast. And thanks for uh, having for me. Here. And uh, again, like I think I've, I probably have brought you a little bit closer to the idea. Agreed, because like, okay. initially I was like, you know, 90-10, I'm now on like a 50-50 line. Okay, so. awesome. awesome. Thank you. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. I hope that you found the content helpful and you can take some of these ideas and implement it in your own restaurant and focus on what's going to drive uh, your business forward and, and uh, be more successful.